go to hell. Vanessa, if you're watching this, get me the hell out of here. I keep clicking my goddamn heels together like Judy. Don't you talk about my mother like that. Your mother and I invented the snatch game, okay? You missed your mother. Smell my goddamn fingers. Get your fingers out of my face. I'll fucking smell your fingers, yeah? Uh, Someone have my finger removed. All right, enough. You are all wrong. Well, I have been waiting and waiting and waiting, season after season, for some queen to realize the the gem of a Snatch Game character sitting before them. And finally, Jimbo got the hint and uh, and heard my wishes and prayers. And we finally got Joan Rivers on the Snatch Game. Mary, you know, the question could be asked, why did it take so long for Joan Rivers to be done on Snatch Game? And my only answer is we needed to wait this long for a queen like Jimbo to be able to do it right. Yes, I was so afraid that, I mean, I assumed that Jimbo would do well, but I thought, oh, wouldn't it suck to finally get Joan and it just tanks Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's so good it's such a great character that like yeah it the right queen needed to needed to fill those shoes yeah because the voice like the voice is really iconic you can't just do joan rivers without the voice you know like it's Mm -hmm. so tied to the comedy and people don't realize it but like it's actually a hard voice to do and i feel like she close to if not did nail it like it was so well done there was no question as to who it was i feel like the only other drag race queen that i f- could see doing this would be someone like a bianca yeah i think on the like the the drag race tours or the battle of the seasons or whatever i know sharon needles would do joan rivers a lot oh um, but sharon needles is you know a piece of shit I, so. apparently <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i i, I don't want to i don't really want to wade in those rivers i would like to just uh i want to talk about my husband oh my god cancel me that was the worst impression ever oh my god <laughs> well joan is so hard because it's it, it to me it feels like you have to somehow do some weird mix of a head voice and a throaty voice at the same time. Like it lives kind of in oh, the back of your skull, right, you know? Right. Like, Oh, like that ashes like this. It's, it's like, it reminds me of a share impression and how it, when people are doing a share impression, they're actually doing an impression of share, an impression mm-hmm. of an impression of share, right? Like, yes. a, Oh, yeah. you know, uh, almost kind of calling back to uh, will and grace. Right. I feel like everybody kind of, they does do, that the, the when Jack they Mc, do their McFarland share. share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right. So uh, the Just Jack share. And I feel like Joan Rivers, it has to kind of be the same thing, but you do need to nail that that gliss, that, oh, right, that that thing that she does. There has to be and, that, that tremor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the tremor. And just the, the punching of certain words, like dumb bitch mm-hmm. and goddamn fingers, right? Like all of those things, Jimbo got so perfectly yeah I'm, i was so grateful any because i think the the way that joan says melissa like i think melissa oh, yeah. is such a great like funny word to do as joan rivers and, and that call out to <laughs> melissa melissa come and help me like i think that's uh i that's when i was like oh i mean i love the whole thing but the nuance of calling out to melissa for help is uh that's where nuance matters Mm, definitely. Yeah, she 
the thing that was great about this Snatch Game, and you know, I feel like we've talked for seasons about what makes a good Snatch Game character or performance, I should say, is that first of all, the impression was spot on, and if you do a spot on impression, right, like that's going to bring you to the top. Now, to get the win, there have to be fucking jokes. And she had jokes. It, was, it wasn't it was just this one-note thing, oh, Joan Rivers, that batty old woman. No, this she had different jokes that she brought out that, that were thought up in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think the queens who did best, and this includes, obviously, Jimbo, were the ones who figured out how to interact with each other because it gave them more opportunities outside of the format of come up with something funny on the card or a funny way to talk about your answer. I think... That's really where I think a queen shines is where she, and where she gets more opportunities to play in Snatch Game is to interact the way like Jimbo and Scarlet did. Yeah, exactly. You know, I will say this one and I think, yeah, it appears in this clip of the week, but a fatal flaw or a, 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 a fatal error is getting up out of your chair. I believe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Jiggly Caliente taught us that in season four when she was mm-hmm. smushying everybody in the, in the mm-hmm. bottom row. It's like... Yeah, and, and Detox taking a piss as Kesha. Uh-huh. You, there's all these examples. You could even say Raja, who didn't win as Tyra. Um, she stood up. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I- like thinking of all the examples of when Queen's... Stand up. I think of Fifi as Lady Gaga, you know, putting her leg on the on the chair mm-hmm. or on the desk. Right. Like whenever a queen gets up, it it I think it goes a little too far. Yeah. There's something where I feel like then you are. It's kind of the opposite of interacting with another queen uh, and kind of working within the confines, it's kind of breaking. Mm. You're breaking the game a little bit. And so if you're going to do it, it has to be. It has to be really good, or else it just feels like a distraction. Yeah, I, I, it feels like it's dancing too fast. Yeah, it feels like you can't say, you can't say enough, so you have to rely on doing more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was, I was impressed by how Jimbo, Scarlet, and Lemon were able to yes. figure out ways to stay in their seat, but to kind of elevate the game and. Uh, I mean, I know we're, we're queening out on Jimbo right now, but I just have to say up front, like, how much I loved Scarlet as Liza Minnelli. I know it wasn't the best oh. Liza, but it was, she was playing the game so well. Yeah, I, you got to give it to Scarlet, Biella. You got to give it to yeah. her because the the voice was good mm-hmm. and she had the jokes and uh, I, yeah, I, I I found her really, really charming. Now, granted, like, you know, I know who was it? Oh, there was some drag race queen. Maybe maybe it was Katya. I don't know. I think it was Katya that believed uh, Alexis shouldn't have won Snatch Game. Um, but I still think Alexis Michelle's Liza was was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah, and that's it. Kind of created the standard in the drag race world of Liza impressions and. Uh, this one is certainly, I feel like they could go on the road together and do this as like a sister act. Yeah, this was like, I feel like I don't remember Liza being so, dropping so many F-bombs and being so like bawdy, but mm. I I appreciated it because it. I think what was so smart about what Scarlett did is she gave herself opportunities to always kind of pipe in and like, oh God, here we go. Like she would do things like that when someone else would respond or start to respond that 
kind of always kept her present in the game whereas you know other queens obviously like priyanka just like completely disappeared into the you know lame curtains you know oh wow wow no definitely and we'll talk more about those characters as we go but jimbo my god like there was no question Mm -hmm. that first of all first of all it was the episode was completely edited for jimbo to win but then also uh so like i saw it coming yeah and then and then when you know she absolutely delivered on Joan Rivers. I mean, there was, I wanted to see Joan Rivers next to Mae West, next to Paul Lind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is going up there. This was a very, very strong Snatch Game. And I know that there were bombs, but as we've said in the past, on Snatch Game, there's always bombs. Always. There's always bombs. Every so season. It, mm-hmm. Every fucking season, there's always, like, really bad Snatch Games, especially recently, right? But Ugh. there have always been bad ones. But this one, I mean, I'd say four out of four mm-hmm. I appreciated. And you can even stretch it to a maybe a five out of eight uh, were were passable. Yeah, right? I mean, I would say, like, the ones that I really I, – I think were – were really strong. I think Scarlet, I think Jimbo, Lemon, Rita, and uh, who was, oh, who was at the end? Who was down? Alona. Alona, Alona just about, yeah, she, with, with the cock joke, she just about Mm -hmm. made it over the line. I was like, okay, all right. She got it. You could have done more. She knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. She knew what to do. She absolutely knew what to do. And it was a, a really great Snatch Game choice because it was so fucking big yeah. and draggy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk more about it. Before we do, let's uh, let's jump into this episode. Let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this BDB little TV show. I am Johnny and La Bibliotheque. And I am Colin, and these kids wouldn't know talent if it hit them. <laughs> Which, I don't know why that was so funny to me. I think the, the, just that the, the blunt delivery. They wouldn't know talent if it hit them. Like, it just... <laughs> I'm, I I gotta say, I mean, yes, Jimbo deserves all the praise, and Lemon deserves lots of praise, but I, I think there was a Jocelyn Fox's Teresa Guadice quality to Scarlet Bobo as Liza, where it was like she didn't win, but God, I loved it. I just oh, you know, yeah. God, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, God, I loved it. You know what? I think I would have also loved if she did Fran Drescher because the Fran Drescher when she did it in the workroom, that was her, right? That was her. Yeah, that was she. That yeah. was her two choices. Yeah. If she, if she did it. I mean, it was so wrong. It was right. Like there were some things that I like. She, oh, Mister Jeffrey! Like there was, and she couldn't get the laugh right. It was right. not Fran Jesher's laugh, but it was still <laughs> so funny. So yeah, Bobo worked. Bobo. She, yeah, Bobo really. Uh, I I enjoyed her this week. I've been week after week. She's been really jumping out to me. It's like I I like Scarlet Bobo. I like her presence here. I want to see more of this queen. So. You know, mm. yeah. No, I, I, I'm totally with you. But let's, uh, let's dish a little bit more about these characters mm. um, on, on the snatch. Yeah. So, uh, obviously Joan Rivers. But I do want just a, a special little moment for Lemon and going a little bit more into JoJo Siwa. Now, I am very familiar with JoJo Siwa for two reasons. The first reason, and my first introduction to JoJo, 
was when my six-year-old niece, she's nine now, so she's no longer into JoJo, but like when she was like five and six, JoJo was putting out music, okay, and was really big with young, young kids, and the music was like, you can't bully me, and don't be a bully, be a friend, like it was that type of music, Mm -hmm. and little, little persons were consuming it, and that was my first kind of like introduction i remember i had so my niece gave me her ipad her ipod and was like listen to my favorite song and it was a jojo song and i remember she was young enough that like she didn't quite understand what i was doing but like i was skipping ahead Mm -hmm. so that the song didn't last right you know the, the the three and a half minutes that it was um and i was like oh wow so that was my first introduction to jojo and you know she was jojo for halloween and i was like okay who's this this little this little chick and then i i watched all of dance moms oh right because that's where she that's <laughs> what she emerged from right right and i gotta say i mean i i would love a future snatch game character to be abby lee miller oh, um yeah i mean oh <laughs> waiting to happen yeah <laughs> especially if it's her in the motorized wheelchair like i'm most familiar with that clip of her like leaving oh. the show and then the, the camera oh. crew's trying to chase her down the street yes Yes, and she's like going to Carvel or something. Yeah, yes, that's um, right. Yeah. No, Abby Lee Miller, that's another great Snatch Game character. Oh, yeah. God. There's so many things you could do. Um, but yeah, no. So Abby Lee Miller, I'm waiting to see happen. I There was a drag queen that was going to be on, like, was spoofing her or something. I feel like it might have been Alexis Michelle. But anyway, um, so that being said, JoJo Siwa, this this was one note, and I think, but it would, you know, and I think that's why it didn't perfectly win, uh, you know, her runway aside. Mm-hmm. The but it was the perfect note. It this impression is spot on, Mary. Yeah, and it had this like I think what I loved about it was while she kind of just chose one note of JoJo, she she kind of layered in these like weird little things like her hair falling out and things like that. Where it was mm. like, she brought it to this, like she and Rita both in their own way brought it to this, like, Ooh, you're almost like you're almost getting a little, like <laughs> people are going to get sensitive on Twitter about this. <laughs> and I got to be honest. I love that in certain aspects because like, that's what drag should be doing. Like mm. it should have the right to like, say things you're like oh my god i can't believe you just made that joke but it's like yeah that's drag it's like saying the shit you're not supposed to say and i thought that lemon like yeah she i mean like the suggestion of like jojo's hair falling out i was like oh what's what's wrong with jojo like i love that i love that so i don't know if you are if you're that familiar if you did any research on jojo siwa's like uh Instagram or Twitch or TikTok or whatever she's fucking using now. But like she's she was she was dating this guy for a while. Like she's in the media as like this kind of crazy figure, like Mm -hmm. more. She's becoming more of a name besides dance moms. Right. uh, Because she is so ridiculous and still dresses like a child. Um, And it's weird. Kind of all I know (laughs) about her. Yeah. That there's just there's something a little like there's something uh, there's something sort of fucked up underneath 
that we're we're only we're seeing glimpses of at least in terms of Lemon's performance and mm. I think Rita took that to a you know to the stratosphere oh. when it came to Edith Piaf and oh and I, and I do want to transition to Edith Piaf but one final note on Ms. Siwa the facial expressions like this was probably one of the most studied performances I've seen in a while mm-hmm. on Snatch Game mm-hmm. like the the faces the the movements just how frenetic she was the the hair this was so well done yeah like like hands down i will remember joan rivers and we'll talk about jojo siwa next yeah yeah i and i feel like yet yeah, lemon really committed and really uh you know for better or for worse like she just completely like stayed within the character and i thought that was more than I guess, to be honest, I was expecting from her. So um, mm-hmm. same, yeah, same. Certainly not a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> what does she say during the reading challenge? Oh, she said, uh, "Oh, coasting where?" Oh, I love that. Oh yeah, coasting <laughs> where? Uh, oh God. Oh, it just. I mean, uh, so sorry. We just jumped to sna- uh, to the reading challenge, but that joke. The are you a bird? Because all your runways are cheap. cheap, 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 cheap that cheap. was cute. Yeah. Well, my favorite joke was I I don't remember who it was, but they were saying to Priyanka like you're always talking about how you always have all this. No, it was Lemon who said you always talk about all this sex yeah. you're having, but uh, the only thing you're fucking is stupid. And I was oh, like, so good. Oh, that is great. It reminds me of Darian Lake with um, Adore Delano, where she's like, Yes, you're dumb. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh God, Darian Lake. Yes, I know. Yes. Sometimes but, I have moments where I'm joke? just like, "Oh, Darian Lake." We people should be appreciating Darian Lake more. She was oh, I know. just so good. She, she was so good on that season. Yeah, and uh, but the joke that uh, Jocelyn threw at her was also oh, savage. oh my God, um, <laughs> kind of girl who likes to sit reverse cowgirl on the toilet so she has a clean service to eat off of. <laughs> like Jocelyn fucking Fox. <laughs> Her name's Jocelyn, and she's the fox. I will never stop oh. singing the praises of Jocelyn Gosh. Fox. Uh, you know what I also want to praise on the reading challenge was that uh, the queen that read Brooklyn. Like, finally, we, Rita. You know, a yeah. Queen, a, yeah, Rita, a Canadian can win drag race. That was brilliant. That was so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really, and I love, like, Rita, just, like, kind of, just this little face journey. She had of, like, mm. Okay. Like this madam mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, well, that's all. Mm-hmm. Merci. That's all. You know, just mm-hmm. walked away. Merci. Merci. Uh, Merci. So the, the other thing I wanted to mention about that uh, before we jump back to uh, the, the, the main course, but did you notice, did you clock this? Alona, she called them pores. Uh, pores. Yeah, she's like, hey, pores. Oh, and I was like, I kind of love that. I don't really know exactly what she meant, but if she meant like you're all poor, I was like, that's. I kind love of, that. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of savage. Yeah, like instead of hey whores. Yeah, hey yeah. whore, hey poor, hey poor. <laughs> it reminds me of um, I can't remember the context, but there's some joke of something on Twitter where you tell somebody like delete it fat. I don't know what what the context <laughs> is, but I just like delete it fat. <laughs> I always think that's so funny. Delete it, fat. <laughs> God. Yeah, just calling somebody like a uh, an adjective, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. <laughs> something 
there's a new there's it's a it's a very 2020 tone totally right? totally it's like the not to dissect it too much but there's the abruptness i think the like the harsh period on the joke is what like nails it yeah or no period or no, no period yeah totally yeah because deleted fat is meant to have no uh yeah, no, no, punctuation. No, no punctuation no comma no comma yeah, deleted yeah. fat <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, moving on, poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, poor. So <laughs> what a joke. So Edith, can we uh, talk about this? This Mary. Yeah. Mary, I I am so happy that this spoke to you. The like, it seems like the way it spoke to me. This to me was. It wasn't always funny, and you know what? I kind of. It was so refreshing that it was just this impeccable performance that was art. And it wasn't really supposed to always be funny, and it was it was committed, and it, it had this arc mm-hmm. to the whole thing. Yep. And and I gotta say, like it's it's a hard choice to choose sleepy for snatch game. It's not the best choice, right? No, like, it's you know I feel like work. what I think of is like Kenya Michaels playing Beyonce, and then deciding that Beyonce had a you know a, a pill problem and fell asleep mm-hmm. at one point. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's I think that Rita like. It was very clear that she had a she had a narrative that was going to play out throughout the game that always gave her a new place to go. And yes, your point, it wasn't about punchline after punchline after punchline. It was really just this overall like like character that she just lived in. And I I just I yeah, I I loved it. Every time I went back to her, I loved it more and more. Um, And and I appreciated it was it, because she wasn't trying to find a punchline every other line. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. smarter. It felt yes, like more fully realized. Yes, there was something so consistent about it, and um, I would say on just a different level, it just it seemed more expert mm-hmm. that there was that she was like, nope, this is the drag I do, and she was slowly deteriorating. Right, she she sung part of a song, which I think was probably my favorite moment, and then like abruptly stopped. Right, right. And I was like, okay, that's how you do it, right? Uh, take notes, Tatiana, on doing Ariana Grande, oh, right? Yeah. Like sing sing something, right? Yeah. Um, and then there was this really great moment, but it was also a little unfortunate when Edith wanted the cocaine. Hmm. Do you remember this whole part? Uh, no, I'm so, okay. So Joan and Joan and Jojo. Right. And are like talking about cocaine. And then Edith is like, oh, can I have some? And actually it turns her whole body and reaches out her hand and her hand is like trembling. And I got to say, like, when I think about Edith Piaf, there's a few faces and moments that I think of. My father was obsessed with Edith Piaf growing up, mm-hmm. obsessed. So I saw way too much of her. It was so dark. But there was this this moment when she was trembling back to them, like holding out her hand like she wanted cocaine. And I wish she was facing the camera because I can just imagine what the face she was making mm-hmm. was. Because it's that iconic Edith Piaf holding a note with a outstretched hand trembling yeah oh my god it would have been perfect but anyway so she just keeps hunching over more and more uh well and i think that like the one of the moments where i just like loved scarlet was when right towards the end of the game when edith is pretty much gone and and scarlet's like i think we lost one (laughs) genius like just so funny i i i think these queens in general interacted overall interacted 
some of the best, like some of the best interqueen interactions, not to be too technical mm. about it, that I've ever seen on Snatch Game. So often they talk over each other or we get like an yeah. Asia and the Vixen situation where it's Ugh. like, oh, what are we doing here? But they were all really listening to each other and like finding ways to play off of each other. It was um, leave it to the Canadians to figure out how to cooperate, you know? <laughs> Oh, I know. My God. And, and apologize after a reading joke, oh. right? Like, so beautiful. Loved like, it. I, so, so it left such a beautiful taste in my mouth. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and I think what also helped is that these queens were kind of in a block. And so there was that, it was easier for them to interact. Whereas, like, I feel like with somebody like Jinx Monsoon, she interacted beautifully with the rest of the cast, but she kind of, like, stood in that or sat in that one spot and just kind of like reached and it was great, mm -hmm. but it was hard to, to reach back, you know, cause obviously Coco had trouble and, and couldn't keep up with jinx, but I do think the proximity did help just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to kind of have those moments. Like I think with the example of season five, like jinx kind of helping out Ivy winters and kind of being mm. above her, like over her shoulder, like, helped when she was able to jump in and say like oh it was quite the scandal like it's um yeah that i have a crush on ivy winters oh, <laughs> oh man back in the day when i mean i can't i guess i can't say back in the day because we had brangy you know so uh, <laughs> i know <laughs> just like no one well, is buying this <laughs> so you know speaking of proximity i want to talk about uh i think there's only been one winner that has sat in Priyanka's seat, which was Monique. Uh, or sorry, not Monique. Oh. Uh, Monique was the character, Stacey but it was uh, Stacy Lane. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else that won in that seat. That is a very, it seems like a very hard seat to be a part of the action. Yeah, I agree. I think it is. I think there's something about that where it almost feels like the lighting even kind of misses that corner mm. of the panel. Yeah. It's a, I mean... I guess it's it's a classic narrative we've seen where a queen is really confident in act one and, oh, this is what I do, and I'm great at improv and great at finding characters, and then they falter in the challenge they think they're going to do great on. So I I wasn't so shocked that Priyanka didn't do well just from that narrative, but I was surprised based on, like, thinking, oh, yeah, like, it, she's been doing well this whole time, so it stands to reason that she would do well in this challenge as well, but, like, it, to me, it just seemed like it was a classic example of like freezing up, of just brain lock, you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't big enough. I don't think she had, I think she relied on the character being funny. Mm -hmm. And she forgot that actually, as the drag queen, you need to make it funny. You need to make it big mm -hmm. uh, and bring it into this space because it needs to be so much bigger. I. It, it's an interesting choice. It's actually a really, I think, a really good choice for Snatch Game um, because there's lots that you could do and reference. Um, but she just, she didn't, she was not prepared. Um, yeah. Same with, oh my God, another kiss of death, Mariah Carey. Like, I don't understand why these queens who have seen this show so many times over choose these, these characters, these people who are not funny. Like, there's nothing yeah. funny about Mariah Carey. Well, I mean, I can see that there's this drag aspect to her and that she has got big boobs and she talks about, you know, 
um, all of her ensembles are a moment. She's like, oh, are you loving this holiday moment? You know, and that's it, right? That's like, then it, it stops. <laughs> yeah, it's really just kind of like, oh, that's cute. But it it's not enough to sustain a character. Mm-mm. And I just, I think... no. When a queen does that, I just think, oh, like, where where was your mind on this one? Like, what was, walk me through your logic, Yara. Um, oui, c'est dommage, c'est dommage. Je suis désolé, mais c'est dommage, yeah. as they say in French. Um, that was French I was speaking. Oh, just, wow, know. that muzzy is really paying off. <laughs> what you call me? <laughs> um, Un, deux, trois. So- <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, do you have any more thoughts on Rebecca Moore? I thought this was a great drag character, one that is already in drag, and uh, obviously the best line being the sea awk line. Yeah. Um, and you know, she, I think she, I thought she looked fine. She kind of got red for like, oh, I wish your makeup had been bigger. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it could have gone to a, an Amanda the poor level, but. I thought it was just big enough. She just needed jokes. Yeah, she needed. I feel like because you know, there's like the the cock destroyers. It's like it's her, and I think the other one is Sophie Anderson. I think her name is with the yes. big lips and the huge breasts. And what I always kind of recognize her for now is somebody who have, has created a, a Twitter account where it's just this quick clip of her saying "fuck it Sunday," and <laughs> <laughs> and I just I love that. It's and and I always see it like someone always like repost that video on a Sunday and I'm like oh yeah it is Sunday isn't it <laughs> and it's a big lips fuck it Sunday <laughs> oh god I, I referenced this on the podcast before but it's worth mentioning again but there was a <laughs> a clip of the when the Little Mermaid live action film was they're like oh they're gonna film it and it's who should we cast and yada 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 and somebody said that the cock destroyers should play Fletzum and Jetsum, the eels. Oh, yeah. And, and so they showed this clip of the eels kind of like, you know, swirling around uh, Ariel. And they overdubbed I think the I Sophie saw and Rebecca. That. Yeah. Said, talking yeah. about being cock destroyers. It was. I was in stitches. It was so well done. I mean, those are great, like, newer kind of publicish figures to be used on like played on snatch game like i think mm-hmm. a season 13 queen or you know drag race uk season two queen could do sophie anderson and really knock it out of the park i think right there's there's a lot there to work with if anything just for the fuck it sunday moment <laughs> it's just getting worse and worse every time i do it but that's kind of anyone who's listened to our drag fuck. race uk recaps is aware of that <laughs> Fuck. Um, so, 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 Mary, I do want to talk about. Um, there's two elephants in the room, but I want to talk about uh, a Canadian elephant that's in the room. So, one of our Marys reached out to us and uh, mentioned, which I think is really interesting and a, a, a conversation point. There were no Canadian representations on Canada's first snatch game, which is in stark contrast with the UK and with. Uh, Drag Race Thailand and Mm. I wonder what your thoughts are on that and then I also came up with some Canadian Snatch Game characters for the future seasons great I well I'm interested to hear them because I did not think of any but I I was a little disappointed I was kind of I think that's what I really enjoyed especially about like Drag Race Thailand was you learn about these characters that you don't know of and and there's something kind of fun about like ooh who is that like mm-hmm. i think of um 
Natalia Pliakam, and I was like, I don't know who that woman was, but I loved it, you know? Sure, and sure. I, yeah, I was very surprised that there there wasn't anyone. Like, I think one of the guests was like, where's Anne Murray? And I was like, exactly. Where the <laughs> fuck is Anne Murray? I would have loved I that. I ask myself that every day. When yeah, where's the, Anne the, Murray? The yeah. yeah, where's Anne Murray? Uh, yeah, you know, on the UK, right, they had Margaret Thatcher, they mm-hmm. had Mary Berry. Um, and, you know, at least that was two. I can't think of the others right now. Uh, yeah. I'm, who was, uh, Davina DeCampo was Julia Child? Was that, what, what, I think, who did she do? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Because I know, like, Crystal played Rue McClanahan and the Vivian obviously right. played Trump. And, right. Um, but I think it's uh, like... I, uh, pinky, right? Who was Pinky? What somebody was Pinky? Oh uh, yeah, maybe that was a. I don't know. I, that seems. I, I, am I getting it wrong? <laughs> yeah. Uh, am I reaching I for the I stars think, here? Yeah, <laughs> literally. No, but like, uh, yeah, is that the Canadian? Um, uh, the Canadian uh, person. The Cana- uh, There was um, there was a Canadian YouTube star that somebody did, right? Am I wrong? Oh, I that's that season is many moons ago. I do not remember, but I I think Oh, okay, I have it here. There was Great. uh Sir David Attenborough. Oh, right. Yes. Long. We got him, yeah. So that was British. Um and then uh Gemma Collins, Cheryl. Also okay, British, Mary. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh and then uh, yeah, uh Crystal impres- impersonated Rue McClanahan. Um, Davina did Julia Child. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, the fact that half of them, I mean, I would say that even though a lot of people are familiar with David Attenborough from the narrating those documentaries, he's mu- very much known as like a UK public figure. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, so right. I would have loved to see some more Canadian folks. I'm surprised we didn't get a Celine, I guess, to be honest. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get a Celine, sure. And, you know, maybe they were like, oh, I don't want to show up Brooklyn. Okay. Well, it wouldn't take um, much. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but I was, I mean, no Alanis. Which could have been really, would have been tricky, but with the right queen could have been really good. Yeah, you could have started her out as 90s angst Alanis and then partway through turned her into like the enlightened uh you know i just came back from india alanis right mm-hmm. like there could have been a little bit like that or just keep with the the angsty alanis you know why not and just quote the hell out of her music right i would have loved that yeah um i think an interesting choice would have been jim carrey as the mask Ooh, no, I, and I, that's always that tricky territory of like some queens get away with it, some don't, of doing the actor but playing the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, oh, if a queen just did a straight up Jim Carrey impression, like, and kind of pulled from a lot of the different characters he's done, like, mm. that would have been incredible with the right queen. Like, I could see Jimbo pulling that off, you know? Totally, totally, yeah. Uh, Mary, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, my God. Oh, let me In just Schitt's add to that Creek. Andrea Martin. I mean, oh, Andrea Martin. Yeah, oh. she's on my list. Oh, but yeah. Catherine O'Hara as uh, uh, what's her face from Shit's Creek? Moira like, Rose. Why not? Yeah. Oh, Moira. Yeah, I feel like you could do you could do Moira Rose. You could do the mom from Home Alone. Like one mm. of the answers could be Kevin. You know, like yeah, uh, the, yeah right. Oh, Beetlejuice. The yes. mom from Beetlejuice. There's so many choices for her. Yeah, uh, best in show. Any of those characters, um, but certainly the one that everybody would know would I now would be Moira. Sure, totally. Um, yeah. And uh, okay, so then here's another one, Kim Cattrall. Oh, she is Canadian, isn't she? Yes. She is. Oh, I would love that because we've done right, like a Kim Control impression. Like, 
all you really have to do is get the voice down and then just do variations on Samantha Jones and you're good as gold. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's all you have to do. Just do Samantha Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the same kind of vein of that, doing a character of an actor, you could do Rachel McAdams as Regina George in Mean Girls. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, yeah, why not? Like, I kind of, I love that it's like, ooh, highlighting all these Canadian celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have to be, like, people that, you know, folks only know in Canada, you know? Like, there's, right. it can be, like, a more well-known figure. And it's like, who is Canadian? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I I mean, I have, uh, let's say, I'm going to do two more because oh, I have a please, long list. Oh, please, go for it. Go, read, the, so, read, read them the house down boots, as the kids would say. <laughs> so the other one that I think would be really kind of interesting and, you know, maybe maybe would be safe or on the bottom, but I would like to see it, is Nev Campbell in Scream uh, and her just constantly being afraid of things. Maybe she has a phone. Yeah. And, a lot uh, of tucking her you know, hair behind her ears. <laughs> yeah, touching yeah. her face, her mm-hmm. cheeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like an Ev Campbell thing that I think could be impeccable. And then, but also she, when she gets like powerful, there's this uh, quiver to her voice yep. that is iconic. So I feel like a queen could get away with an Ev Campbell. You could also go from there to uh, a uh, of the craft, right? And do one of the witches from the craft. I don't know if Feruza Balk is actually Canadian, but she says sorry. So I'm assuming she is. And I think Feruza Balk, we've seen drag queens do Feruza Balk on the runway before. Like, um, I think Mary's have sent us uh, a, a, a mashup of Feruza Balk, but uh, a perfect Snatch Game character. Yeah. Feruza Balk as Nancy in the craft. Who is unfortunately uh, not Canadian. Um, oh, no. I take that back was born in the states and then her family moved to vancouver british columbia so but then they moved to london and then paris but you know what at some point she was a canadian yeah and she says sorry yeah she does well we know where she got that from so yeah um so there's one that i think you only you would play you would pick somebody like francis bay do you know who that is? Francis. Well, I don't, but I can find She's that. an old lady. So oh, of course. you know my feelings. <laughs> Francis Bay. Where? Okay. Um, American Canadian. Oh, I love Francis Bay. <laughs> oh. Right. I knew you would. Oh, I knew she you is would. like grandma. She's on all your favorite shows. Grandma <laughs> greatness. Yes. She played a friend on. The Golden Girls, I think, at some point. Oh, yes. No, I... <laughs> that's beautiful. Francis Bay. Yeah. All right. Now, you want the winning, the winning Canadian Snatch Game performance. Would the character would be, <clears throat> and I know that you don't know who this is, uh, I'm assuming, Marion Elspeth Person. D- Pearson. Do you know who that is? Marion Elspeth Pearson. No, but I'm going okay. to... Else. Great. I'm just going to tell you, she was the wife of Lester Bowles Pearson, the 14th Prime Minister of Canada, and she is over-the-top drag, right? She has these great quotes. So, for instance, uh, behind every successful man, there stands a surprised woman, right? Um, <laughs> when she was asked, when she was asked, like, you know, the retired former Prime Minister's greater time at home, she says, I married him for better or worse. I didn't marry him for lunch. <laughs> I do not know. I'm trying to like Google her and I'm just coming up with a bunch of old, old ladies who've died who are not Marion Elspeth Pearson. But this is so it's it's Mary M.A.R.Y.O.N. 
Oh, else Mary E. Pearson. Here we go. Yes. And so the other quote that I wanted to just mention on this podcast, which I think is so draggy, the big problem is to find suitable hats. I don't care for them all that much, but you have to wear them in politics. I mean, I could just see this this Snatch Game character going over the top with this politician's wife. I finally, I I have been searching, and I finally found I've found a children's book author, and now I've arrived at. I just wanted to see. I have an image of her. Oh yeah, mm. she looks great. Oh yeah, she, yeah, she looks great. She looks great. She looks great. Yeah. Um, I will leave you on this, Mary. Maybe you have some thoughts, but it would have been kind of savage to pick Shania Twain and then the whole character on Snatch Game was to just kind of ignore or not care about Brooklyn Heights. Oh, God. Um, yeah. <laughs> similar to Cameron Michaels. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's a, that's a good point. It's like Shania Twain is, is probably, you know, in terms of Canadian celebrities, uh, I'm surprised we didn't get a Shania Twain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I, this was a great snatch game. Uh, again, I give it, you know, four out of four, which I think is, uh, I think good for snatch game when you get four really strong yeah. characters. Yeah. That's, uh, we can't say that about every season. Yeah. This was really right. fun. Um, yeah. now, now I, I will say, I also love the red carpet interviews by Tracy Melker. Like keep that. Why not have that, those moments? Right. Yeah. Well, Drag Race Thailand did a little bit of that. They yeah. had the Queens mm -hmm. entering and it just, it, and it, and they also had what Drag Race Thailand did really well is they had the talking heads be the Queens in character mm, during yes, the game. Yes, that's right. And that was really fun. And I think that's all like, again, because there's the format of the show itself is somewhat limited in terms of like you come up with a jokey answer and then you riff a little. So having the, all these all like alternative moments to shine, I think. Um, even to move, I think that was the benefit of the red carpet is we got to see, you know, the body language. You got to kind of see them be fully alive, you know, uh, and walking the red carpet versus being stuck behind the desk. Hey, Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute. I could honestly talk about therapy all day. Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist. Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week. Especially now when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp, and that's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch. And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions. Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Well, Mary, we had Night of a Thousand Celines this week. 
uh, as the runway theme. And I have to say, or as Mary Walsh calls it, sorry, Celine's. Oh, um, yeah, Celine. <laughs> I'll assume, I'll, I'll stand corrected if that's the case. She would know better than me. Um, this, I get that Celine is a Canadian icon. Absolutely. I just found it to be an odd choice, mostly because I'm sure she's also like a fashion icon. She has a lot of fashion, but mm-hmm. like... Is she a drag inspiration? Like, truly? Like, is it? Is she iconic enough outside of the fashion world? Like, I didn't recognize any of these dresses. Um, even if I was a Celine fan, you know, I, I feel like it's also kind of a stretch. And it's too specific. I see. I don't know. The, I think, to me, the one that I enjoyed the most and that I, I also was kind of like, I'll take your word for it, was Rita. I... I love because I think what Rita did was she captured this very specific like, early Canadian ver- like very Canadian only version of Celine, but then like I think what she and some of the other queens did really well was they captured the weirdness of Celine, how goofy she is, how much of like a a goosey energy she has, and and how doofy and and uh, mm. you know very take a kayak, you know like Celine has this edge of absurdity that she just completely owns. Uh, or just doesn't seem to even be aware of or seems to not question that I think is what excites me about Celine is that she looks very poised and she does this very sort of, you know, mom-friendly music, you know, this very sort of poised music, but she seems like such a fucking weirdo sometimes. And that's where I'm interested in Celine. And I think that Rita captured that. But in general... um, Yeah, I, I certainly would appreciate Canadian perspective of like, oh, yeah... From our point of view, she feels like a a real like a share like quality, you know, like right. could inspire right. a whole runway. But yeah, uh, it's it's, it's that specific it. version of her that I like. I get what you're saying, and I don't. I like, for instance, for a Madonna runway, she's had so many uh, videos right that were iconic and looks that were iconic that like started trends and things. You know the 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 cone bra and the kimono Mm -hmm. and all of that she reinvented herself over and over into different personas yeah yeah the the walking around naked right Mm -hmm. uh with the the censored thing all of that i think is uh you know the a league of their own sorry i'm just gonna keep going right like uh the boy scout look there's all of those things and i maybe it's because i don't follow celine's career like that but this didn't i didn't I want to get the references. Like, if it's an actor, right? For instance, you could do various um, looks that that actor has done or characters that that actor has done, right? Um, Michelle Visage was even a weird choice. Mm. Um, RuPaul I get. RuPaul I can get because it's drag, right? But Night of a Thousand Celines is similar to A Night of a a Thousand Michelles where it's like, well, Michelle kind of works because we've watched the show for so many years. Mm -hmm. But Celine, I... I don't know. I kind of had a problem. Uh, and maybe it's because I'm just not Canadian. I'm not getting the references. But this didn't seem – it seemed too fashion and not drag enough. Well, and I think that that's – I think that that's exactly it. And I think that's where Jimbo was the most successful because a lot of these queens did a very sort of direct like, oh, this is literally what Celine wore. Mm-hmm. And so it just becomes fashion. Whereas what Jimbo did was he took a look that she did and then dragged it up. And I think even like Jeffrey said that. Like she she – elevated it from just doing a you know a take on a look that Celine once did and I think that's 
I think that's where any of these runways would be successful is you take something that Celine did and then you amp it up. You know, I think like Lemon is a good example of like, okay, this is like, this is not even a direct like version, like recreation of what Celine wore. It's like a cheaper version of what Celine wore. You know, (laughs) it's just a little, you know, it's a little cachet, you know? And so I, I think that I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that Celine has probably had a lot of, you know, crazy looks and when she's gone to the Met Gala and things like that. But when most of the influences are just kind of like fashion looks, it's like, well, then this is just kind of like, oh yeah, Celine wore that thing as well. It's a dress, you know? Whereas Michelle, I think you can, there's a, there's a Michelle Visage aesthetic. There's a certain thing that you can kind of bring to a look, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. there's actually more to play with, with that because Michelle is, we know her for being in drag. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Similar to a Madonna, right? Because yep. so many Madonnas and mm. share. Yeah. Like I think eventually you could do this with a, you know, a thousand Lady Gaga's, you know, because she has just like iconic mm-hmm. looks. And they've done that. They they've did, done that. They did right? do that. They did do that. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's Season right. Nine. There you go. That's exactly like that makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it was, I think in terms of runways, I, I don't know why, but like, Rita, like once she took off that first look and just something about, I just loved, I just loved that. I loved the way she looked from head to toe. I also loved, there was this body language she had on stage where she had like, was holding one arm with the other hand. I don't know why I just like, I I couldn't stop looking at her. I, it just, it, it was, it wasn't even that it was like high drag. It was just like, I don't know. There was, I, I was interested in the woman that she was in that, in that look, you know? Yeah, I get it. Uh, to me, I know that the performance of the runway is important, but it seemed like the only way to make a night of a thousand Celine's work is to also kind of act like Celine. Yes. And I wanted it for the runway. It's like, okay, but 70% of it should be visual, right? Mm-hmm. And and they were they just came down wearing, you know, this look and this dress and this dress. I mean, Lemons was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I um yeah, I would say in general really Jimbo was the only one that like in terms of like a look on the runway I was really excited by. I the look that excited me and this can might this might transition us into the lip sync, but the one that I was like, okay, I kind of love this was Priyanka when she did the dress reveal to that gold look mm-hmm. and she had the hair. I thought Priyanka looked so good. Yeah, I th- I think it was it was good, but I think this maybe goes back to what you were talking about. Where it was like, oh, oh, that's a Celine look? Okay. I'm just kind of seeing like Priyanka in gold in like a nice gold dress. Um, but this, again, could just be not getting the references. This could just be not seeing what this is referring to. Um, I don't know. I uh, yeah. I would have loved yeah, to see someone true. in a white pantsuit. That's when I think of with Celine. Mm. I think there's a white pantsuit, short hair, kind of like it's all coming yes. back to me now, or the or power the, of love, somewhere around yeah, that. Yeah, what's era. that other song? What's that song that's um, uh, I can read your mind, I can tell your story. Mm-hmm. That song. Oh, that's the way it is. That that's one. the way it is. And yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, my Celine. It's terrible. That was great. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful words. Uh, but that is a Celine I would have loved to see. I think that that. I, that's what I was most surprised by. We didn't get like that white pantsuit. Mm, yeah. Nobody went there. Yeah. Nobody went there. Um, you know what? I will say this. There, 
it seems like a lost moment. I know they did this on Drag Race Thailand often, but Brooklyn, you know, she's not RuPaul. She's not having somebody necessarily like design for her. Mm. Brooklyn, Brooklyn could also, you know, drag it up and, and come dressed for the night as well, which I think would also be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, a reference to almost top model where Tyra would often do the photo shoots also. Um, granted, like it, it doesn't make me think that, I mean, it's it's extra work, uh, but, you know, I think it would just be kind of fun. Another yeah. thing that Brooklyn could do to kind of separate herself even further from RuPaul, which this episode also, you know, in terms of the judging, in terms of uh, how the judges were, felt the most far away from RuPaul's script. Yeah, I felt like, you know, uh, at first, like earlier in the episode when when Brooke came into the workroom, you know, I was getting kind of the vibe of like Brooklyn was kind of the oldest sibling who's like, well, mom left me in charge. So here's how mm. it's going to be. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, like, find yourself. Like, who are you? And uh, <laughs> who are you? Who are yeah. you? Who uh, are you? It's like a it's like a first year teacher. Yeah. Who's always first year teachers always do an impression of their teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe first through third year teachers do that. And even substitute teachers often kids can see right through them if they're young substitute teachers yeah it's like, yeah you're doing an impression right yeah yeah uh, i think there's that aspect i think once that yeah but once we got to the judges panel i felt like even jennifer bowers chapman eased off of the rupaul impression and was just kind of being himself and i was like this this is all you've got to do you, you can be a great mm-hmm. judge and just be yourself i uh i don't need i don't need the the mean gay thing because that's kind of all i'm getting i know people are kind of reading it as like a a weak rupaul impression but i just get it as like the sassy gay at the bar who's like secretly incredibly lonely and depressed you know oh wow okay there's there's some tea right there Mm. some goss hot Mm -hmm. goss Mm -hmm. um i will say that yes that it was the judging panel that panel that i felt that and maybe a little bit of brooklyn during the reading challenge which was not so RuPaul, which I appreciated, mm-hmm. but Jeffrey during the walkthroughs, I, you know, and maybe it's not Jeffrey's fault, but they all felt so contrived. Yes. Like all of the feedback we've heard before, it's nothing specific to the Queens. There's no actual advice going on. It's always like, well, do you feel safe? Or do you want to take a risk? Or, you know, well, make it funny. Like, all of that, it was like, no, 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 no. These walkthroughs are, are pointless now. Well, it's, yeah. It's almost like filler. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought about that when he was talking to Scarlett, and it was like, well, you know, now's the time. Are You know, you haven't won any challenges yet, so are should you, you know, play it safe or take a risk? And it's like, well, no, that's actually not the situation here. She should go with the character she's better at and knock it out yeah. of the park. Taking a <laughs> risk would be doing the one that she doesn't really know as well so like i don't i don't understand um it they were cue cards they were mm -hmm, notes mm -hmm. yeah i just i I, this all felt so contrived and i was like no 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 this doesn't work um i don't like this anymore and i don't even like it on drag race although rupaul just delivers it better but Mm -hmm. it it you know even when michelle would do it like there were those times when uh, michelle did it or uh, would come in for Rue, you know, times and was like, okay, this seems like you're doing an impression of a walkthrough. I mean, when Tim Gunn walked through Project Runway, he was like really helping their look, right? Yeah, he's the gold standard for me of walkthroughs. I think 
uh, that element, I think, I think that that character, that element in general of like the mentor who comes in and checks in on the queens, there's a bit of a Switzerland quality. Like I'm just here. I'm not here to be, Mm -hmm. you know, to fight you. I'm not Mm -hmm. here to make you, you know, feel bad. I'm here to just check in on you and maybe help you out. I think that element is a nice balance in these shows. You know, like I think that sort of, it, I always appreciated for as tough as the judges are on Project Runway, they always kind of had Tim in their corner, and I it yeah it made it feel a little less adversarial. Adversarial, whereas with this, it's like it feels like head games, and it just I don't know. <laughs> I I I love head games, Mary. Well, yeah, I mean, when done right, sometimes head games need a little hand game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, oh. no, I don't know what you're saying. Oh. Clearly, you haven't gotten enough blowjobs in New York. Some of these guys need to bring in their hand game. PSA, New Yorkers. (laughs) You suck at giving head. Oh, God. I mean, I like, yeah, no, hands-free, Mary. Hands-free, hands-free talking, (laughs) hands-free cell phones. Yeah, don't put your Bluetooth in and give me a head, head, (laughs) a blowjob. Like, I want, bring out that rotary hand job, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the way around all the way around dial nine every the, time come on girl is this, is this the cocksucker residence <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it better be it better be uh i beg your pardon okay anyway um so one thing okay so big shout out to the lovely kate walsh who gives me uh, she gives me notes on a scandal realness. Kate Walsh. You mean Mary Walsh? Mary Walsh. Sorry, not Kate Walsh. That's Grey's Anatomy. That's Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's Addison. <laughs> Mary uh, Walsh. Mary yes. Walsh. Uh, yeah, I um, I hope I'm allowed to like her, but she is my kind of lesbian. I love that mm. big lesbian energy. Um, mm-hmm. She had like she looked a little bit like Roseanne Barr, but less problematic, which was nice. Yeah, and I loved her, the last thing she said, which was a genuine good luck. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck it up, for fuck's sake. I was like, okay, adding some flair into this. Mm-hmm. It's when a host, a guest host makes sense, when they're actually doing them. Yeah, you know? and she gave great feedback. And what I love the most is how many times she said thank you. Like, she would thank the queens mm-hmm. for giving a good performance. I was like, oh, this Canadian lesbian, I love Canadians and I love lesbians. So this is just peanut butter and jelly, oh. you know? Oh, and and speaking of thanking people, Jimbo winning and then thanking Joan. Oh, Ugh. Jimbo's reaction to winning was just mm. so cute. Yeah. Ugh. Well, we get into this lip sync. First of all, I have to say, Drive All Night, while it is a cover, was a great choice for a Celine song. I loved this choice yeah i at first didn't know if i was going to be excited by it because i i did want and all it's all coming back to me now like i mm. i think they're it's too long though it's too long well, for this show i you know i i think that's i think you know um and i'm telling you i'm not going that's a long song and they still managed to do that so yeah they edited it down and, and you're right you're right i i guess they could have edited it it's all coming back to me now but there are so many iconic parts of that song it's like um uh total eclipse of the heart right oh. like there it, oh. it it goes on a journey and i feel like uh most celine songs are so power ballady that you need to listen to the entire thing and i was like how are they going to do that with celine 
because I would have been disappointed with the edit, right? Because they needed to get it done in like two minutes or two and a half minutes or whatever it is. But Drive All Night, you know, they figured it out. They got it. And it was a long lip sync. Like that was, I was like, it was going on so long. I was like, this, I mean, I, maybe I'm misremembering, but I kind of expected a double save. I felt like Kiara gave a great performance. Kiara did give a great performance. Absolutely. I would have been fine with a double save. But here is my push for why Priyanka really just stole this. So the first thing that I want to just mention is this little nuance moment between Priyanka and Kiara. And this is also why like, it could have been a double save. So I'll start there. So there's this moment in the song where Celine sings, Is That All Right?, and it's this moment when Priyanka and Kiara meet in the center of the mm-hmm. stage and they look at each other. And then Kiara on the line, is that all right? Does this kind of shimmy shake? And mm-hmm. I was like, I want that as a gif. I want that in plastered in the top 10 of the season. I loved that little moment for Kiara. Now, Kiara was, she was great. She had the crawling on the floor moment. And I was like, okay, meh, seen it. And then she added that hair flip on each side, like she's dusting. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, great job, Kiara. Now, she was dancing. It was, she did the club mix, okay? She did, she did. She She did the the club mix. Mm -hmm. And Priyanka tapped into the drama. I mean, her face, her gravitas throughout this whole song is why she won it. That that moment when she sings to make love to you and she's looking straight at the judges, Priyanka, that's when she won it for me. Yeah, I I I thought Priyanka did well. I think there were points where I was like, you know, it was like wake up, Pearl. Wake up. Like I I felt like really? there was a there was this bedroom eyes quality where I was like like I need to see it in your eyes. And I I just think there was something about Kiara that kept capturing my attention. Normally I like a queen mm. that like stays with the drama and stays with the moment. But I maybe on rewatch I'll feel differently. But like I think they both gave a great show, and I I loved that Stacy like stood up and clapped for them at the end. I thought that was really cute. But I. At the very least, I kind of expected, based on that performance, that they would have saved both of them. So, I, uh, for it's you know there are times when we completely disagree. Like I saw Priyanka's face and was like, "This is this is the song. This is the lip sync that I want for this song." And Kiara was great, but it was a little too Kenya Michaels. Uh, it was just too. There was too much happening. Uh, yeah, I. I guess I. I don't know. I didn't bother me. I thought it was just fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it was fun. And I, again, I could have seen a double save. But, yeah, oh, Priyanka. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I definitely expected Priyanka to at least win because it track record alone, like Priyanka's not going mm, anywhere. But right, uh, right, she's going to the top. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, this lip sync, this lip sync made me want Priyanka and, you know, like, don't tell Jimbo, but it kind of made me want Priyanka to win. Like, I really fell in love with Priyanka because of this lip sync. So maybe I'll have to watch it again. I've seen it uh, twice now. So maybe I'll watch it uh, a third time and I'll, ha- I'll feel differently. But the one thing I will say, if you are going to rewatch it, just notice and appreciate Stacy. And her hands. Right? Oh. First, she's like hiding behind her hands, and then she's grabbing Brooke with the hands. Like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> yeah, Stacy is. It really 
the BSA of the week was Stacy mm. during that lip sync. She was having a great time. Yeah. Uh, so good. I mean, if I were to give a, a actual BSA of the week, it would probably be between Rita Vega and Lemon for their Snatch Game characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could certainly, absolutely. I could, given that Jimbo has already won the challenge, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a bit exempt. Mm-hmm. Though I'll tell you, in its in own own little way, Scarlet Bobo as Liza, I just enjoyed the hell out of that performance. All right, Mary. <laughs> I just did. I I something about Scarlet. I, you know, and I maybe it's the raspy voice. I love a little Brenda Vaccaro mm. and a Queen. You know. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yes, I hear you. Well, any other thoughts on uh, Canadian Snatch Game here? No, it was a it was a fun episode, and uh, I'm really excited about next week because I feel like there it, it's kind of our kind of drag is these late night you know law you know lawyer commercials. Like I think that's <laughs> that kind of public access trashy yes. local commercial stuff. I'm like, oh, Ugh. this is this is the kind of drag I love seeing. So um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. All right. Well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Canada's Drag Race Snatch Game, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. Or you can find me on Twitter at JohnnyAlso. Or you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso1. Sorry, Instagram is JohnnyAlso and Twitter is (laughs) JohnnyAlso1. identity crisis there and you can find me on my podcast in the details a celebration of nuance or on best supporting podcast a celebration of best supporting actresses and you can find me on twitter at colin drucker and instagram at colin drucker underscore and of course if you are not a matreon and you would have liked to get have gotten early access to this episode uh you could have just gone and could still go to patreon.com slash all right mary all right, Mary. Well, in honor of the très jolie et drôle Chiara, uh, je te veux apparaître sur la Canadienne toute les étoiles. Um, toot, toot. I, <laughs> uh, uh, one of our Marys recommended that I listen to Ziggy, Un garçon pas comme les autres, uh, A Boy Not Like the Others, by Celine. It's a French song. Mary, listen to the song for sure, and then watch the video, because there's male ass in the shower. Uh, It's very, very campy. If you speak French, uh, you'll get a lot of the puns. There's also an English version that you can listen to that doesn't go into any of the puns. But basically, the song is about Celine being in love with a gay guy. And you will totally get that from this music video. I it reminds me of Freddy's Revenge, uh, you know, mm. the, mm-hmm. the, the the Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gay one. Yeah. Wow. Um. So so certainly enjoy it, uh, Celine's Ziggy, and otherwise, Henry. And, and that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> None. <laughs> who let who, who who let the dogs out? Who? 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 <laughs> do 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 doing the hands. <laughs> oh sure, sure. Yeah. Oh my god. She is uh I do love Celine. I really, really do. Um yeah. you know, she's the greatest singer in the world. This um, song is for all of the parents and the children. <laughs> which would be everyone. All right, Marys, we'll see you next time. Ziggy, 
Il m'a dit 